morning. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. Our show is sponsored by Marzipan Bakery. One taste is all it takes. We are having an amazing show today. It's actually a Wednesday morning. I have gathered with my foodie friends, and we're going to have one incredible show filmed right outside the iconic Nachum Siegel Network studio on Grand Street with Mark Zomik. We have Judd Memphis Kitchen and his truck. Food truck, we have Ilan Kornblum, we have food, we're going to have a lot of fun and I can't wait to get the show started. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nakhana, I'm about all the food, all the time. I love food, I love shopping for food, cooking food, eating food, eating at restaurants, yay Ilan for that. <laughs> Anything food related, I'm a kosher personal chef, I can now say I'm a cookbook author, woohoo, and I cater for people, Shabbos, Yontov, anytime you don't feel like cooking, you can give me a call. Hope you'll tune in every week and see my crazy adventures on my radio show, and you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, what else now, EK? I always ask EK, what have I left out? And also our YouTube channel on the Nachum Siegel Net, which has got growing numbers every single day, so thank you everyone who's been following along Table for Two. Um, you can join my newsletter at um, uh, you can at uh, theaussiegourmet.com through my website and you can email me naomi at nachamsegel.com. Um, if you have a great foodie experience or you made something fabulous, let me know because I'd love to hear about it and make it a conversation with everyone. Okay, a little bit of a um, recap of what's been going on for Naomi Nachman in the last few weeks. We had an amazing Pesach at Ram Caterers uh, down at Florida. Um, the National Trump Durrell. I gave nine cooking classes. Pesach's eight days, I gave nine classes. But we had so much fun. We did chop competition, we had interactive classes, we had a lot of fun. Um, the book was fun, my book tour was fun. I got to go on CBS News and the Hallmark Channel. Um, got to go to Universal Studios. It was actually my dream to fly to Hollywood to film at Universal Studios. It was insane. Hair, makeup, being on the lot, it was the lunch, the whole lunch truck, the food, the, the, what do they call it, the craft car, craft services. craft services, they got me special kosher food, it was unbelievable. Um, so we had a really great time. Um, I just want to give a quick announcement before we chat with Mark. Um, culinary for a Cause is coming up. Uh, Wednesday, May 3rd, I just want to, I'm very good friends with Sharon Glick who did an amazing job helping them put the fabulous um, program together. It's a fundraiser, it's a Chinese auction with cooking demos with Aviva Friedman who's been on our show, Esty Walby who's been on our show, Ari White, Mark Garfinkel who's a mentalist. So we're going to have three cooking demonstrations and a mentalist. You can get 10% off tickets. Uh, if, uh, purchased in advance through the website culinaryforcause.com and you get 10% off when you put in the code Naomi. Um, it doesn't include split the pot admissions or jackpot. I think you always have to have the, um, you know, what it doesn't include. Um, but so uh, try and go to this culinary for cause. If you can't go donate, it's an absolutely fabulous cause, a lovely culinary evening. And my biggest news to date, all the crazy things that I've done, like, you know, Pesach, um, and my radio show and all that. I'm going to go to Vietnam, Thailand and Singapore with Miriam Schreiber's Legacy Kosher Tours. I'm going to be giving Asian cooking demos um, in Thailand, Bangkok and Vietnam, which is crazy. I'm so excited. If anybody is interested in going, I'm losing my headset, by the way. Um, if anyone is interested in going, you can... Um, find out more through their website and you can contact me and I'm super excited we're gonna have special discounts and prizes for people who are coming through <coughs> table for two to on our trip um, so we've got a crazy crazy show uh, as I said today let's start talking to Mark hi Mark hello how are you good how was Pesach you, how, Pesach was great you know I say about all these events you're doing and how hard you're working at least Stephen gets a vacation yeah he will he will he'll he's actually very happy I told them they said how much would I charge and I go my husband has to come along. That's the deal. That's good. <laughs> we'll talk about money later, but make sure that hubby comes along because he needs to come on, on the tour. He's got to carry the bags. He's got to carry the bags. But he has a broken thumb. Too so many bag carrying. Too, yeah. many, too much bag. Too much Afi Coleman hiding. Too, too, much, too much basketball, I think. Um, okay. Yeah, so how are you doing? Everything's I'm doing good. great. How are you? Yeah, good, good. You were telling me about this I, It's gadget. a revolutionary kitchen gadget. And, and said, of, save it. of all the people who are, who are watching it, Yoni might appreciate it the most. It actually scrambles the egg inside the egg. What? So you can make a hard-boiled scrambled egg. 
I don't understand what so that means. So first of all, everybody, you know, anybody who wants a hard-boiled egg knows the part most people don't like is the center of the egg because it's all dried out. But what you do is you're basically here. Hold this for yeah, a second. Yeah, I'm going to help. You basically. We should have done that here. You put the, <laughs> I didn't even think of it until I was on the train on the way down. You put the egg in a little contraption. You wind it up and you pull it. And the centrifugal, first of all, it's great exercise. Oh, uh, yeah, you're looking and, very fit, Yeah, huh? I know about that. Fit, you know, <laughs> shape, there's some kind of shape going on here. But you're, you're pulling, your centrifugal force, pulling it out 20 or 30 times, scrambles the egg on the inside, and then you hard boil it, and you peel it. And when you peel it, it's it's golden because it's this color you would get. I must get this. Right, like, it's very cool. Can you send me a link? You yeah, of course, it's Amazon for like 10, 15 bucks. Oh, my God, I bloody It, it was I revolutionary. Amazon. I, I don't know. I, it, it could, I'm sure if you're cooking uh, eggs with a burger, I don't know. That might be, uh, be awesome. um, it could that, be pretty could, interesting. Yeah, that could be really interesting. Couldn't you shake it up and then not cook it and then just... Yes, of course. You're scrambling the egg scrambling inside. The you're right. Egg. Oh, that's, that is so pretty it, cool. it would be interesting to see the difference. You would be able to tell, not me, from whisking an egg and getting air in it. You know, this probably doesn't do that because it's enclosed right. in it's the egg. it's not going to be aerated. But Correct. still... It's exactly. Very cool. Yeah, and today, yesterday, I ordered because now, now you got to peel them. I ordered to see if it works. Plastic eggs. So you basically scramble it, pour it in the plastic egg, and then cook it, and then it's ready to eat. So that's the okay. Next. That, that's that this is revolutionary for me, being able to hard boil a scrambled egg. I'm just saying. So, I love that. Little that's, things in life. Let's everyone try it. If you have tried it, let us know. Email me Naomi at nachamsegel.com or Mark. They can email you Mark at nachamsegel.com. Why not? Let us know. You only gets all the junk mail anyway. Yeah. <laughs> let us. No, let us know how that works. And by the way, one more thing I have to mention. You were really asking ZK for social media advice? No. You were asking him about all the websites he has to log on to. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> he's great. He's great. He keeps me up to date on everything. He, you, he's amazing. We love ZK. Um, so, Mark, it's very exciting to be here. We've been talking about doing a food, food truck trucks for a long time. For right. two years, and we finally got it together. You know who put us together? Schlag. Jonathan Schlagbaum. Yep. He yep. was on the show talking about the Susie Fishbine Culinary Camp that I'm working at this summer at Nesher and Shoshanim. If you want to come to the camp with me and Susie and now Naomi Ross, sign up for the camp and then you can sign up for us. But so he said he's coming to have a food by you, of course. And then I said, i got to come down. And I started insta storing and the new guys reached out to me and I'm like, <gasps> food truck idea. So food truck. this yes. is the actual first home of the Jewish community of America. We used to have down here, Schmorka Bernsteins. We had Ratners. We had the Grand Deli. We okay? used to, well, that's, that was <laughs> that newer was and recent. old, but yes. That's, that we was used when to, I was here. We used to, um, when, when we were in YU, we, we would, somebody would go out into the second floor morgue, announce Bernstein's run. <laughs> Our third roommate, Jeff, would start taking the order, calling it in, while Robbie Zeitz and I would drive down from YU to Bernstein's. By the time we got down a half hour later, the order was here. We could do a round trip in under an hour. Okay, that's not bad. Bernstein's order. You know, <laughs> that was before bad. all the uh, culinary delights getting served up at YU these yeah, days. But Golan, anyway. Golan? Is it Golan? Big shout oh, out to you. Was, I love yeah, that food. There I then. went in there and I like, took over the kitchen. We actually went to YU before shawarma existed. So. <laughs> Yeah, we're yeah. there Thursday nights also. Yeah, you went to... Every, we're we're uh, at 186 in Amsterdam every Thursday night. Oh, that's great. For about great. six till sellout. Right, it's funny because okay. when I went to IU, nobody was at 186 in Amsterdam <laughs> on Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely... Forget yeah. food. There weren't any people here in there. Yeah, yeah there was a Lower East Side restaurant here called Nachman's back in the 1950s and 60s. My father-in-law and some of his brothers had a restaurant here. So, like, this is the place... I should have gotten your... Uh, in-laws together with my grandparents. Yeah, they probably all got together. They yeah. probably all knew each other. Okay, so we're going to have a great show, and we're going to have a little bit of a cooking demo. We're going to talk now to um, to Judd and talk about the exciting things that are happening in your food truck and how how those all came together. All right. So, um, okay, he's got it. Yeah, no, so basically, uh, um, I'm from, I grew up in Memphis, Tennessee, and I've always been around barbecue and uh, smoked foods and just southern cooking in general. My mother uh, owned the kosher bakery in Memphis for 14 years. Oh, cool. So I got a lot of technique and stuff from her as well. We're going to uh, unveil a few new products in the bakery realm coming soon also. But uh, I always wanted to cook, but never really thought I was going to really do that. I kind of looked into a bunch of different things after Israel, and then I was in real estate for the last 10 years. And all the while at home, I was cooking a brisket or, you know, it was a hobby. But eventually people, friends, friends of friends started, you know, tasting some of the food and it kind of got me to try new recipes and to make new things. And, and it got to a place where I had to decide, 
you know, I'm, I'm married with two kids. I had to decide whether I was going to give up something I've been doing for the last decade and just go for it or stick with it. And I decided to go for it. My wife gave me the uh, opportunity to go for it, and That's I'm so very grateful. Fantastic. And we, uh, this is, we have the food cart, and we have uh, um, uh, catering that we do all over. We've done stuff with Bone Olam, Chai Lifeline, uh, many other play, uh, organizations, and, and, and Simchas. And uh, we're looking to just grow and do more unique things as we go. It's so fantastic. It's so exciting. I think the food truck, and we're going to talk with Ilan Kornblum about the growing kosher food truck industry. It's very big in the big wide world, sure. um, but we are a little microcosm if, of that in kosher. If you walk up and down Broadway on most days between 57th and 54th, there could be 20 food trucks there yeah. Oh, yeah. on an average day. It's crazy. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, there's some really good smelling ones there, too. It's like I, a world's fair of right. Uh, cuisine. Right. Yeah. No, it's really true. It, it, so clearly smoking had to be something from the South because um, in New York, we just rather grill it because it goes faster. We have no patience. Well, definitely. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 the, the first kosher barbecue, I know we have a lot of barbecue contests around nowadays. The first kosher barbecue contest, Glock Kosher one in the country, was in Memphis, Tennessee. It still is the oldest one. It still goes. It's not, uh, they decided they didn't want to do the, uh, the KCBS, like the real scoring official thing to make it like uh, um, a, a contest that really goes with the other contests out there. But it's a fun family one. There's about 50 or more contestants every year. And we just, I've been doing it all my life. We, we, buy, a, we buy a tent, we buy a booth at the, at the, at, at the uh, contest and it's best brisket, best ribs, best, and I always was doing that. And I just, I figured I wanted to, once I started to feel, I feel like I can make things on my, my own flavor, like my own rubs and uh, you know, own, uh, plays on techniques that everybody knows, I felt like I had something to bring out there to people. So. I love that. I, I remember Rabbi Aaron Feigenbaum saying that he was, smoking was something he became very proud of while he was spending, uh, while he was a rabbi down in Memphis. He said that I, we, whenever I want to, we'll have a head-to-head -head barbecue contest yeah. anytime. Uh, I love <laughs> that. <laughs> we should take a moment to acknowledge, actually, the, the new brisket king. Is, yes, yes. Is, uh, Izzy. Izzy Shirley Edelman. <laughs> we are so proud of uh, Izzy slash Shirley um, for being the, actually, the New York State champion. Is it worldwide? It's is really, it? they, they, it's, they, they're recognizing, his brisket is amazing. He has a really great... Uh, you know, uh, Texas style taste, and uh, it's great, really great that the non-kosher world in general is kind of uh, recognizing that, especially in in, the, in New York, where it's obviously so much going on. All kinds of brisket, even in Brooklyn alone, there's so many Southern uh, non-kosher barbecue places, and to think that we can compete on that level it's, is fantastic. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I actually cooked a brisket when I went to the Hallmark Channel, um, and I did a, a cooking demo. They wanted brisket for Pesach. Out of all the recipes in my book, they wanted brisket because it's so iconic Jewish. And because Jewish. they think, right, that's it's the It's so, that's like, why, why did that happen? Does anyone know? Like, why is, in America, I think more in America, because Australians are busy with their lamb, why in America is brisket, like, the hottest thing for Jews? Uh, my, my only I mean, guess is the re same kind of reason maybe flunking is I, it wasn't an expensive piece yeah. of meat to buy. Uh -huh. It's for sure. I mean, and, that's definitely the reason. I it think. became so traditional. Now yeah. it's not so cheap. Now you got to get creative to make it, you know, nice and soft. And it's not a great piece of meat in general. So the the, the what, to to just put it out there, to put it on a smoker or to put it on a grill, it's not. There, there's not that many ways to, you know, to make it to, to ruin it. You know, you're going to come out with a pretty decent product all the time as long as you give it attention properly. And uh, but uh, not only the timing, but the spicing and everything else is where you'll be able to play. Where everybody set where you separate somebody who really knows what they're doing to someone who's doing it as a hobby. And there's a lot of hobbyists, by the way, that that should be out there putting it out there in the public. <laughs> but right. It's, you know, they may, maybe they're busy with other things. So what <laughs> is the better cut, the first cut or the second cut? I like I've, second cut because of fat. So, yeah, so the second cut is, uh, in my opinion, I think most people's opinion that, that really like smoking or bris uh, cooking brisket is the second cut because, which is also called the point, uh, it has the most fat, uh, has the most to deal with when you want to be able to smoke for a longer period of time so that it renders the fat on a slow basis. You don't, we don't put any oil on our briskets, at least we don't, uh, uh, there's no need. The it's fat so itself fatty. is completely, <laughs> and, and uh, uh, somebody who really knows how to how to work with the meat properly can take a first cut, just like Izzy could, Ari, you know, and make uh, Ari White, uh, and make uh, a first cut almost as juicy, you know, almost equally as juicy. Can I? Uh, so let's just take a step back for a second um, for the novice, especially those people here on the Lower East Side who probably don't have smokers. <laughs> no, right? we don't have smokers. So, You're lucky if you have a balcony. Right. And by the way, just for the listeners and for anybody who's certainly not watching, we're talking about smoking meat. 
Okay, especially for the kids in the audience who are smoking meat. <laughs> right, meat, meat, not anything, <laughs> not anything else. else. Not any other herbs. Um, no. So my question is, describe the process. You know, smoking, for, well, what kind of equipment am I using? And uh, So, I mean, in the city, it's a little more difficult because if you don't have the permission to have something on the uh, uh, on a balcony or something like that, you're, you're going to run into the issue of where you're going to put the smoker. But if you have no issue of where to put it, you should get something, start small, get even something like a, um, a master built that's under $200. That it's, it's wood chip based and electric. It lets you control the, the, the novice. It lets them control the heat a little bit easier than sitting with it overnight the way that you have to to do with uh, wood uh, wood chunks and things like that um, but as long as if you can while you're smoking give it uh, give it a spray of what let's say water apple cider vinegar or something like that just every hour or every other hour or so keep it moist uh, pay attention to the need for wood whether it's chips pellets uh, uh, logs or whatever and uh, just Give it time because it's going to take whatever. Right. How long does it time. take to cook? So Something really, I would cook. Let's say I'm going to take a brisket that would take what? Three hour, hours. Three in the hours oven. to cook in the oven. I do mind three twenty-five for three hours. Okay, so I mean, how many pounds are you talking about? Three, five. four pounds, five pounds. Close, close to five pounds. So I mean, they're really, well, you have two or three people to fill. You need fi- feed. You need at least five pounds. Yeah, at you're least. going five <laughs> pounds at like what? Really, honestly, two hundred and twenty-five in the smoker, two fifty in the smoker, which you want to stay under three hundred if you can in the smoker. Usually, then you'll uh, you'll pro- depending on. Uh, a few different elements. It could take anywhere from five to six, seven hours. Uh-huh. Um, if you beef up the temperature, you're sacrificing a little bit of the texture, but you'll 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 get a faster product. And the, in the smoker, again, I guess people can Google and see what they want. There's a grill, the same way there, there would be in a barbecue, yeah, yeah. and everything is going to spill off. Sure, you're going to keep. You want to have. If you want more steam than what some of them uh, offer, you can have uh, a bowl of water inside. Um, you also always want to have a drippings tray to either catch the drippings to make a nice. If it's in a clean environment, you can make a nice jus uh, that you can add to it afterwards. What's or, a jus? Please uh, tell them. A jus is like the, 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 the juice that the meat creates the in meat and of itself. The meat liquid. Uh, so you can either add it or you can just have it. You should have it so you can always keep a clean smoker underneath so that the, everything doesn't just go all over the place and splatter and all that. But, and so you could take that liquid and then put the brisket back in the liquid if you're going to take it sure. out. There's, um, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a technique that a lot of smokers know called the uh, Texas crutch, where <laughs> if you want to be able to move things along a little faster than just the way it is normally, you can put the brisket into a pan or and you tent it with a little bit of, again, any liquid, but right. I like to use yeah. apple cider vinegar, I've seen about it. an inch or so, and then put it completely seal it off, put it back in the smoker or in the oven at that point because it's not getting any more smoke, and uh, and it will speed up a little bit of the process. So uh, that, that's, that's a way to... Um, you, you, you can, you can, anybody can do that in their oven. Obviously. It's amazing how many smoke houses have popped up. This has seeped into our right. culture, the New York culture from down south, and it's really incredible. We love the flavors, and it's become so trendy to put a smoker in that sous vide and smoking, yeah. right? It's yeah, like yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. super trendy. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're just... I, we were originally the, the I named the company Judd's Memphis Smokehouse, and I changed it almost immediately to Memphis Kitchen because Memphis. I wanted to be able to make sure that we're not pigeonholed into anything in particular. I like I, 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 I want to be able to make whatever I want to make. I want to be able to. There is no the, our 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 company has no set uh, um, uh, cuisine. If I see something that's in the non-kosher world specifically, and I think that why don't we have it? I'm going to do my best to replicate and to put my own spin on it and to put it out there to the public. But you must have boundaries, right? Yeah, For, I mean, obviously the easiest one is you're not serving any you know uh, dairy yeah but what <laughs> you're also probably not serving fried chicken um i am actually oh, we're really? going to be re- we're uh, unveil it. We're, we're, okay. i don't want to i didn't want to put it out there until it's really ready but i think on the, on the catering we're side we've been doing it fan, yeah. and you really have to taste it we have a honey butter fried chicken that oh, is amazing. i love fried chicken actually, somebody posted on elon's um on elon's foodie page they needed a substitute for butter Wait, don't use margarine, okay? Never, ever, ever use margarine as a there substitute for butter. There are some good answers. There are some good answers. With the honey butter, by the way, we just take we take Earth Balance and we whip and we we whip it with the spices and the honey that we do and that, that we use and we put it in the fridge to congeal, wrapped up, and then we. Have, the butter is it holds pretty for that particular instance. Earth right, balance, Earth balance is a little healthier also. But that's supposedly the key to non-kosher fried chicken is the buttermilk. Oh yeah. Yes, yes. So what, now we're going to actually do some cooking here, Mark, okay. or food prep, and then we're going to finish it up in the kitchen. We're going to talk with a lot. Do we have to use gloves? I like to use gloves. Yeah, we're going to use gloves. <laughs> I'm just going to watch. Okay. <laughs>
Okay, so am I cooking too? Um, I, I, or you're just gonna prep? I'm just gonna demonstrate, and then we're gonna go into the car. Oh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do the prep work here, and then we're gonna go on walk about into the. Um, food cart. It's so exciting. All right. I wanted to do this for so long. Awesome. I can't believe this is happening. Okay, All right. Cool. So basically, we have our ground beef here. Um, and uh, is there a certain mix of meats so that you have? We sometimes ground our own grind our own beef. When we're using stuff for the cart, we tend to uh, get uh, the mixes made already. But it's like a lot of people use 80-20 uh, lean to fat, and uh, we use we like to use. It's not a big secret, uh, but we like to use lamb fat as uh, as our extra in the burger usually. And oh. Uh, oh, nice. for, our, for our 20%. And it comes out really good. It has a, a little bit of a different taste, but it's just nice and... It's a bit of a gamey uh, yeah. flavor. What ah. difference would it make if I went with a healthier... Not healthier, you know, <laughs> Chicken. But Chicken. That's or, the healthier... Or veal or something like that. Um, I, I used um, lamb no? or veal. They both... The, the taste differential because of what we put inside right, of it uh, isn't right. that much of a difference. That's but I figured. I like, I like to go so with So we're going to do a tofu for Miriam. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> eventually, eventually. Um, Ari White's wife is a vegetarian also, and he smoked her tofu once. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here we go. So we have sacrilege. our ground beef here. Okay. Um, I do not like to use eggs uh, um, in our in our binders. Because of allergies, or um, just my habit be my son uh, is allergic to eggs, nuts, fish, sesame. I mean, you name oh it. Oh my and gosh! So you're really. So creative. my wife got really into cooking a certain way, and I kind of that kind of. Yeah, Dictated I, and, the house yeah. in a good way. In a and good way. Also, we we're using uh, gluten breadcrumbs now, but we normally also use gluten-free panko. So our burgers are in a world of gluten and uh, and those kind of gluten-free and all that. We use uh, our burgers are gluten-free and egg-free. Okay, so that's nice. Excellent. Have a roll. I, Unless there's a roll involved. Unless there's a roll involved. Can exactly. I just tell you something? But you can get so many good gluten-free buns. Sure. House of Chantilly does amazing. Oh. Um, gluten-free uh, bread. They, we had them on Pesach, and they available all year now. Excellent. So I'll check that shout out. Shout out to them. Okay. Um, but I love panko crumbs. I know yeah. they're bread crumbs, but panko crumbs make everything crunchy. They do. And, and when you're not using egg or anything else, it's, it gives this burger a consistency that most don't have. So okay. You're going to put in about this much bread crumbs for what we have here. I love it. He cooks like my mum. I don't like this much. I don't, I don't do any uh, measuring can, if I can. Can I just say my mum? My mum is in our live measure. studio audience here from Australia. We just mentioned her, so we'll give her a shout out. Hi, Everyone, how are you? to my mom. <laughs> she's probably in the Sydney right now and it's airing on Friday morning there so it's Shabbos there but she's right here on Wednesday. So I, I thought she, it'll be last Friday by the time she gets yeah. home. <laughs> it'll be lots of Shabbos before yeah. she can watch this. So we have Wajan Jan, uh organic Worcestershire sauce. Wajan Jan, I've never now heard this that, is man. a, I, I like to use Worcestershire sauce. Uh, it's very hard to find that doesn't have fish in it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so this one is the one that does not. Okay, it says okay par. That means it's got less than a Bottle of shishim, less than a sixtieth of fish in it, so that it's been and considered most every, acceptable. And most every one of them says fish just for liability purposes. So the fact that it doesn't say that at all. Right. Is like OU has one also that says OU. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So there's you. I love Worcestershire so, sauce. I love it. So I use it in a lot of my recipes. Oh, well, that's a lot. You do. You gotta put, it keeps it juicy, actually. Ooh, so good to know. know. We're hearing that, learning that. Did you know that, Mark? We have a little, yeah, we have a little bit of uh, Ooh, um, black pepper. I like to use butcher black, but we're using a little less. You don't use fresh here. grounds. It's I, too hard on bulk level. On the, I, no, in the, in our kitchen when we have people, uh, uh, when we do our catering, we do a lot uh, a lot of fresh ground like that. When we're doing again, our our carts usually have pretty big lines. So when we're cooking and prepping and doing everything else, we like to do it as. Does it make such impossible. a difference for that amount in a recipe before you've cooked it? To have it ground versus uh, fresh ground. Um, when you're fresh. making this much, no, not at all. When right. you're making ten pans, of, not you know, uh, deep pans of it it, 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 it tends to not be so efficient. But, Plus, what, but what's the difference in the taste? Um, I, I, not, not so much. Not, 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 I just happen to like the coarseness in, in the taste, uh, of the, in oh, the, the texture the of texture. the in the texture. Got it. Okay, so, now we, we put honey in. We so put cool. honey in. I just want to, while you're doing so that... if you're I allergic to anything, you can't <laughs> eat dessert there, you know. If you, <laughs> exactly. There's gluten, there's honey, well, there's... But honey, honey people no are way. only allergic to if you're under one years old. Oh, really? Yeah, people that really don't have honey oh. allergies, it's that you don't have it under one or two. Then we have a little bit of olive oil, not too much. A little we olive oil. We already have a lot of liquid in here, so okay. we don't need that much. All right, um, now, yeah? Uh, a little bit of garlic. Now, would you, why using dried over fresh? Um, it, it's the way that this mixes, it just it wouldn't spread properly yeah. if you if okay, you were using Okay, good. A, we're all okay. learning here today. Okay, then you have uh, basil. Got a lot of ingredients here. Yeah, we do. But that's why it's so good. Is he going to put in the Chiron after the uh, when he edits <laughs> like the show? Like a ticker across exactly, the screen. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I want to. I just gave him another This is job. a secret. This is a secret. Right. Uh, no, no. This, so this is a regular kosher salt. A little bit. Kosher a lot of salt. salt. No, you don't need. 
No one's allowed well, to use table salt. the meat's already salted, no right? Salt. That, this, yeah, this meat is a little bit. As, and I, we're not. We don't. We try to go the least on salt. Can I but, smell that? So this I, is I our. I smell the rub. Yeah, this, this is our before. brisket rub. It smelled very sweet. Right? So we have it's it's, it's not primarily sweet, that. but there is. is I'll give one. Th I'll give one little thing out of here. You have a little bit of brown sugar in here. That's right. Sweet. I, you I smell always something need sweet. brown sugar. I smell something sweet. And, uh, yeah, yeah. We're not in again. We're not in the Texas style, which is normally a base of salt, pepper, and paprika. We're, the Memphis style is a little more sweet, so that's what we're bringing. That's to the what table. we're doing because he's from Memphis. So this part I can't give you the ingredients, yeah, but we're gonna. We're not letting you see if you're watching, <laughs> but if you're listening, we're putting a whole bunch in spices in. I just want everyone to I'm know. Sure speaking of sweet, we have marzipan rogala sponsors of table for two right here on Grand Street in the Lower East Side. Whoever comes down, buys a burger, is going to be getting free sandwiches. And we're also going to have a giveaway. So come on down. The giveaway is you have you're going to get uh, two packages of chocolate rogalach shipped to your house anywhere in the United States. Just email me Naomi at nachamsegel.com and you will get your chance to win. Follow, make sure you follow us on uh, yeah. Insta uh, on Instagram on the Nacham Siegel Net and on uh, Marzipan page, and you can be in the winning to uh, get two rogalach, two packages of these awesome rogalach chocolate. Okay, and you, we've got chocolate rogalach right here. Dahlia's come down to give out rogalach to all the people that are buying um, burgers and their power. So that's so great, you know. I got a question about the secret recipe. Okay. Uh oh. So when you're getting hashkacha, mm -hmm. you oh. got to run through the recipe with the rabbi. What what happens? Um, he, he, he goes and he, he well, I mean, we didn't make him sign anything, but he goes in, he sees everything that we're working with spice-wise. And if he's okay with that, then that's all he has to know. Right, he doesn't <laughs> no, need to know measurements. No, I'm just saying that. I think that's the story on Coca-Cola. Yeah. They showed him what was in the building, and he doesn't okay motion like he knew what was in it or something. Like uh, the diet, the, the rabbi in Atlanta who went. Oh, okay, I thought it was yeah. somehow rib motion. Okay. We interviewed him on the air once, I think. Okay. okay cool. So, so all right. So now we've got our, totally our mix. mix. Okay. Okay. So we basically, smelling the raw meat with the spices and the mix already going. Got a little. So basically, what we normally do, we're gonna we're gonna fast forward a little bit because okay. we're gonna go in the cart. But, uh, in the cart. but uh, you're gonna I'm have. I'm gonna warm up. Normally, we take you know we make pretty. Is big that the hundred dollar burger? This is a hundred dollar burger. Why is it called a hundred dollar burger? Okay, so basically, what happened was um, we have a we have a restaurant space that is uh, not. It's really my kitchen space. I decided not to be a restaurant for now. Uh, I want to be kind of forced into that. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, we. There, we have a few people that come by for uh, private, uh, like test kitchen stuff, sampling, and things like that. Um, it was about three o'clock in the morning. I was home. I was trying to, uh, go between going back and forth to the store, tending to the smoker, and I was, uh, uh, I got a call from my partner, and he said, I'm with a few people. We're just starving. We're really hungry. I know it's three o'clock in the morning, but is there any way you can make burgers for us or something? I said, I'm going to be going back to the place soon, so it's not that big of a deal, but I'm not really so sure. He goes, they'll pay $100 a burger. Ah, so I said, really? really? He, he said, yeah, they're for sure. So five guys that each came, they paid $100 each. They got burgers, and we changed the name pretty much right away just because there's also... Right. I love <laughs> there, that. There's a, there's a famous Neiman Marcus recipe called... Like, yeah, the chocolate chip cookie yeah, for so $250. That was also a little inspiration. So uh. I love that. I think that's brilliant and great marketing, and I'm sure it's delicious. I don't think I had it last I'll time. I'll let the Neiman Marcus CEO know. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So, so now, now we're going to do the, so this is prepped and we're going to go in and, and put that on soon. Okay. Now we have, uh, this is a little, uh, this is a lot easier of a recipe, uh, but it's. It's a mush steak or an oyster steak. Exactly. And again, I, you've done nothing to the meat. You nothing just it out of the pack. Nothing to it. What I like to do uh, when, uh, typically is I like to put it, because mush is a little bit more, uh, oyster is a little bit more salty. So I like to soak it for a little bit if I can. Oh, we really? Didn't, we, we didn't do it this time, but it's fine. What are you uh, going to soak it in? Uh, I would soak water. it in water normally. Like, like, with, like with. Um, like with chicken? No, like. Um, like a hanger. The, the, no, like what's that, that thin one? I'm completely drawing Skirt. a blank. Skirt yeah, yeah, steak, yeah, yeah. thank you, Daya. Skirt steak, you soak that in water. Right, but I, when, we, when we cook chicken now, we let the chicken You're sit brining and brine it. it. You're yeah. brining it. Oh, yeah, I've yeah, got yeah, some great brining yeah. spices yeah. from Aroma Song. I, I see a lot of people right now, by the way, using pickle burn straight up. Yeah. Just in, in a bag for chicken. Oh, that's interesting. It's, see, that's yeah. another fad. It was also more fad. just to keep the juice in. It cooks, so even if you're going to cook it in the oven, it just has and another so new fad that's coming yeah. up is brining chicken. Makes so, it so juicy. Exactly. Okay. Um, so, so basically, we're just taking uh, any any mustard, really. But uh, I I like to use uh, for, uh, Heinz right there. But also, honey mustard is good. 
This um, is why you can't do that on Pesach, because there's no good mustard. No, exactly. <laughs> That's true. That's um, something no that is not improved. Okay, yeah, and, so and, he's and the reason why I put this on is because the, the, the rub, you want it to stick as best as possible. Um, and we're... Um, okay, let me help you yeah, with that, please. because... Yeah. Okay. And uh, basically... If you I have all these balls! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going you know to do this. Yeah, perfect. Well, and it's... Right. A little, a little, a little more? more? Oh, we're really meal. dousing it. So, um... Oh yeah, baby! Now what we're gonna do is. Oh my God! We're going I'm so to hungry. <laughs> just this is something that once we actually have our rub out for a sale to the public, hopefully later this year, you'll be you'll able be to. Nice. Yeah, Good you'll be for able you. to. You're gonna be a kosher fest. Um, we always are, but this time hopefully with our own products. So that would be great. Ooh, excellent. Um, so you're just gonna give it a awesome. light, a, awesome. a nice sprinkle, not quite as heavy as you would a brisket rub when you're smoking. Oh, okay. Uh, so you know, not because brisket rub gets a lot of seasoning because it's got so much meaty flavor. So this one you're gonna. Go like this, give it a little pat, spread it out a drop, flip it around again. So you didn't it. actually rub it? No, you're, I'm going to give it one more. It's a pat. It's yeah. not a rub. Got it. it's this is a pat. And uh, well, It says rub on the... Uh, <laughs> I know, but it's a pat. Actually, it says rub if you ask my daughter. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, give it a second. We're going to... Okay, that here. looks wonderful. Okay. Now, can you tell me the degree of temperature, the internal temperature you want this to be? I like to get... My preference here is in the one... I'd say 140 to 145 area. That's overdone. Uh, it's that for for something like this in the center, you're gonna get a nice. It's gonna get nice and pink, uh, even with that, even with that temperature. And uh, it's uh, even though That's oyster considered- steak has gone up in price a lot lately because it's in demand. Uh, it's. You can still get one of these for like nine to eleven dollars, and it's a meal. Right I got a question. Right, it's about, true. About yeah. the so one of the things I learned from grilling is that you need to take the food off the grill before it's done because it continues to cook. That, oh, Carry yeah, over heat. But on on the on the smoking, you're not right because it's much slower. Or? Um, it's slower, uh, and and also you have th- different things that take a long time. That again, people just need to know that smoke. But like for example, you have a uh, after about 160 degree internal temperature up until about the 170s or so. Right. You have uh, the stall. It's called the stall. So basically. Basically, it could be and it could be a few hours where the meat is just in the 160 degree temperature range, not doing anything. In the zone. Yeah, it's just there, and <laughs> right. it, it's going to take spot. a few hours to get to start rising again, and then you pull it out at about I like you know 195, 198, right. oh, something yeah. like that. Um, but so you could you could set and forget a little bit on a smoker, but when it comes to something like this, if you know somebody wants. Sorry, if you know somebody wants something a little bit more uh, medium or close to medium well, then you'll pull it at about 150 or something like that and let it, because you're going to cook it a little bit right. more afterwards. But I would put that every Shabbos on a grill pan. We've got long Shabbos afternoons come out with these nice long lunches. I would make these on Friday on a grill pan at home um, or on the barbecue. Mm-hmm. I would sear it a couple minutes on each side mm-hmm. and so about till my internal temperature is about 125. That, I mean, that's, Rare I like baby. That. I know, I Rare know baby. <laughs> and then Shabbos morning slice it. Don't slice it. Um, till Shabbos morning, um, it'll stay fresher and That's a great idea. moist. And this, uh, by the way, I found if you're going to use it on Shabbos, I found undercooking it a little bit, undercooking a little extra, is better if it's going to sit on a blech. Or I don't put on a blech. Never on a w- oh, room on a temperature. Or something like R- that. Room yeah. temperature. Okay. And also, okay. by the way, slicing this nice and thin is great for us uh, salads, also. Okay. Terrific. Yeah. So okay. So now. So we're, we're going here. inside. We're going to go inside. The best part. All right. We're co- going on walkabout. So we're going to just pick up and walk. Let's check Let's it out. Try. All right, we're going on what I call uh, walkabout. Okay, we got. We have. I think we have to go around. Yeah. I'm going to keep talking all the way okay, through this. So we've been having a food yeah, truck somewhere. right here on the Lower East Side, and we are standing on a Wednesday rainy, chilly day, and tons of people are over here. They're watching us and buying, and we're having some rogalach samples. We're having a great time chatting with Ilan. We will be chatting with Ilan Kornblum, but we also have. Um, uh, hold on one second. We also have. Um, hey guys, I'm still talking, right? Yeah. We also have um, a cooking demo right here in the food truck. Absolutely fantastic. Okay, we're continuing our food, our cooking demo. Okay. All right, we've got our food truck. We are now inside By of the, the way, food truck. Hi, Mark. Into the show, we haven't eaten anything. I know, so Mark. Gonna, we need to gonna, start I eating. Just to <laughs> hey, guys. We got. Uh, it's so funny looking out of everyone. I see some of my old students from MTJ. Hey, guys. You know, I used to teach at MTJ here. How's it going? Oh my God. Hey, guys. Price Glass. Adler Huggins. Hey. This is it. I'm actually always here because I'm on the Lower East Side every week. 
doing table for two right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. We are inside the food truck. All right, tell me what's going on over here. Okay. So okay, let, let's paint a picture for everyone who's listening as well as watching. Remember, you're watching on NachumSiegel.com and you can see it on the Nachum Siegel Net on YouTube afterwards. Okay, where are we up to, man? Okay, so I'm so excited, John. We had the uh, burgers. We put the burger meat onto the griddle. Okay, so we made the burger out there so we and we it put it on the grill. ZK, okay. can you grab that? Yeah. Okay, this is like a dream of mine. <laughs> <laughs> we fast forwarded Second a little bit. Second dream from hot. What so else does he have there on the grill? We also have uh, uh, our smoked cor uh, pulled corned beef, which we take a corned beef brisket, I smoke it until it's pull apart uh, texture in our in our uh, commissary, and uh, from there we use that. That is part of the topping of the of the hundred dollar burger. And you also we also sell just a pulled corned beef sandwich as well. Oh, fantastic! And he put what was Caramelized that? Onions. Caramelized onions. Caramelized onions. Our barbecue sauce. Is that homemade barbecue sauce? Every sauce we make is oh, I love that everything's made from scratch. That really speaks to me. Yep. Okay, try. let's talk about your coleslaw because I always say, and Jay Booksbaum and I discuss this a lot, a restaurant is only as good as its coleslaw. Okay. So let's try your coleslaw. I think only as good as its bread. <laughs> yeah, really? Yes, yeah. I love coleslaw, so we always have to try There's the coleslaw. We, so we need a spoon. Let's try that coleslaw. Oh, it's inside all the little... <gasps> oh, fun. Okay, look, I'm opening up, everyone. I'm opening up all these little... Um, counters that they have here, and that each one is filled with different food items. All right, Mark, can I serve you some coleslaw? Oh, this is fun. I'm giving Mark some coleslaw to try. Okay, can you tell me what's... Let's put the coleslaw aside. CK, <laughs> can you grab some shots of this? Tell us what this is. This is our, also, again, every, everything we make from scratch. This is our chili. Um, oh. And uh, we have two different kinds of chili. We serve one that's called the chili chili, which is uh, chili and chulent style kind of hybrid together. This one is more of a, a classic chili. And uh, we just started today. It's not on the menu yet, but we are going to start serving our uh, chili with our chili dog and chili burgers. Okay, cool. What's in this one? The, well, I'm, I'm opening up all the different cabinets. Like what do you call these? What, does this have an official name? This What's this called? Uh, oh, these are our steam tables. Steam right? tables. See, I knew they'd be in there. Like a bain-marie? <laughs> yeah. Like a water bath. <laughs> like a curry something. So Smell. You have, you have it's a, yellow. So you have a, a shawarma style. Uh, right. uh, Turmeric. Uh, and, uh, and it's a, a mix of a few more spices. Keep, keep it simple. Not as uh, crazy as our brisket spice. And that is our Memphis chick, which is our grilled chicken sandwich. Okay. In here? Uh, we have our grilled sausages, Polish and hot and sweet Italian, actually. And uh, right now we're using uh, Solomon's, uh, their sausage line. And also, probably about uh, right during the summer, we're going to be experimenting with our own sausages as well. I love that. So okay. Take one out. We have to taste that. Okay. All right. Well, we can, we're going to put one on. We're going to make. We're going to uh, make us a pulp. Make it proper for you. He doesn't want to eat the bread. I like oh. to taste the individual thing. Oh, okay. Okay. So. Like I want a little piece of this before you put it on. So I'm having a look at. I'm having a look at all the containers in the how steam it all bar. Comes together. Here. here. So he, we. Just pull a little bit in. Right. Okay. So Mark's going to try. Oh. It's Zitza, my whole class is here. What year were we? 1994? Kindergarten 1994. This is my kindergarten class. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. here. We should do this in front of MTJ. This is yeah, 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 yeah. great. Yes. Hey, Ira. Thank you, everyone, for coming down. Should I grab a spoon? Stop talking, woman, and eat. Okay, how do I... Where's the spoons? Oh, and these things? Okay, so I'm grabbing a spoon. Hey, CK, is this our fun show? Okay. I, I, always, I always feed CK. Everybody knows that I got his back. Yeah. Okay, he has to listen to me yap for an hour. So, you know... You guys can pause me. He cannot. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to take a spoonful of this pulled, pulled, pulled corned beef, corn beef and, and onions. Corn. Are we close to lunchtime? Definitely. Yeah, it's Back close to. Oh, lunchtime it's, it's always lunchtime for me. I'll always eat meat. Okay, bracha tadahem echalam shakonivora. Amen. And it stays there for how, a while. How, how is it's that? It's good. It's it's got. It, it, it continues to... That is the sickest. It continues, you. yeah, Thank yeah, you. that's the word. And we have to, we don't only use, our, corned beef was our signature from, from the original $100 burger, but we're using, we every once in a while use different things. We sometimes use uh, smo uh, smoked pulled beef belly uh, as the topping. Uh, we, 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 we get creative. I love that you put coleslaw on it. I'm a big coleslaw fan. I never liked uh, sauerkraut. Right. Oh, we, I, li we, I like we, sauerkraut. We Nobody, yeah, yeah. This is the, right, amazing. I haven't tried the coleslaw yet. I'm going to, changing forks, and now I'm going to try the coleslaw. That's Hadzama, right? I made Shahako before. Yes. Mm. Oh, my God. 
Give me another fork or something. You got it. Mark, just pull up a fork and we'll just eat right off the grill. All right, Ilan, how you doing? Good, how are you? All right, we're going to so come out and talk to Ilan in about two. I'll come, I'll come behind. Do you want to come behind? Um, we can put Ilan in here. Yeah. Ilan, this is going to be awesome. Oh, my God. Okay. Right, so we're, gonna, we're so going to get a picture of the This is for you. Uh, we'll, we'll, I need to wash. Oh, come on in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. <laughs> come on in. Why should I go outside? I gotta go inside. Come on. Nice and warm Can here, I just yeah. say my feet are warming up nicely? <laughs> it's a fabulous day. There's always warmth on the Lower East Side. I, um, I heard you talking about the rolls before. Yes. So we right now use we're, we're a few blo- our, our our kitchen is a few blocks away from from Strauss's wholesale. So we were working with them and they were just coming out with a really really great. Uh, that's our spicy avocado sauce. By the way, okay. Um, and uh, um, we they, they started making this uh, brioche style, very fluffy, extra large burger bun. Right. And as, it just holds everything so well. Well, it I was really going to say good. the easiest way to ruin a good burger is with a poor roll. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. that is the worst. You can people don't realize how. Wait, wait. The worst thing ever is when you get a sandwich and you wait more than five minutes to eat it. Mm-hmm. You have to eat it right here, right now. Oh, yeah. That's how it goes. Oh, yeah. Who's yeah. eating this one? Um, I mean, it could be you, it could be... Uh, I'm going to be eating one. All right. I actually want to start grilling things over here. Can I have a job here one day a week? (laughs) Once a week. I'll come here and we'll hang out. We'll go to... Everyone loves doing this. Yeah, I'll do it. Did you say I made burgers at at Crisp? love grilling. Okay, so the first burger, if anybody wants a burger, it was just made now. No, Mark wants to eat it. Is this ready for sale? Give it out. Okay, it's going to get soggy. Okay, oh, no, they make a fresh one up. So. I know, I'm joking. Okay, how, how much is this? I'm selling my first burger. 16. 16? Yeah. There a box. you go. Yeah, Hold on, where's that? Uh, he needs a box. How do we do they're this? They're in the corner. I've now got a job. This is why I should have been Smee, I got a job. Don't forget the tip. Here. Okay, there you go. I think I have to give you change. Here. Here. Only, only the Jewish hundred dollar burger would be sixteen dollars. Okay, lots of people here on the Lower East Side. Come on down to Grand Street. Well, um, we are filming here on Wednesday morning, um, but you are going to be watching this on Friday. So we had a great time with everyone coming down here. So even though I said come on down, it's already been. But always come on down to Judd. Judd, how do we find you? You ba- we, we you just look up look us up at on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Judd's Memphis. J U D D S. Two Ds. M-E-M-P-H-I-S Judd's at Judd's Memphis or at Judd's Holy Rollers which is the cart's Instagram but both of them uh, uh, as well as Elon's page and uh, all the uh, foodie groups can we, we tend to put our locations out there as soon as we know them we want it to be a little bit spontaneous so people can uh, you know uh, try to get us to come to where they are and okay move around. excellent let's cut this up because I want to talk to Elon okay. we have okay. so much to talk this about is us, uh, this is our oyster steak from before um, we uh, we don't sell this on the cart yet but we're gonna just give out some samples okay g- oh, okay. okay we can eat meat right Elon <laughs> So, oh, oh, look at that. Divine. Get a divine. Okay. I'm just going to move that with my hand. I'm going to lick my fingers. That looks fantastic. What kind of knife are you That's the hardest part. Uh, look at you. <laughs> it's an Ikea knife, by the way. Really? Yeah. Swiss. So why are they Swiss or something? Dan, uh, Danish? Denmark? Denmark? Okay. So first of all, okay. take a little bit. I'm uh, going to... Okay, don't grab off a knife, everyone. This is a stuntman show. Okay, <laughs> professionals only. Okay, this day. I'll have a Oh, come. And ZK needs, my man. Oh, right here. Oh, my God. Well How do you th- what do you think? That is amazing. Okay. Oh, okay, yeah? Okay. Elan, let's go to the table. Right. Let's right. schmooze. We'll meet you back soon. You're going to come back? I'll come right back. Can you bring me a f- sandwich? You will, I'm going to... I'll give you my order, and you'll tell me when. Maybe a little it. chili, you know, coleslaw. I'm going to All right, all right, ZK, follow me. <laughs> oh, we are going right. back to the high guys. We're going back to the Take table. The sausage with you. Okay. We want some coleslaw, some chili. Yeah, we'll bring it okay, we'll all right. We'll Let's going. go. Hey, hey, everyone. Good. How are you? So nice to see everyone right here on the Lower East Side. Yes, we are. Uh, give me you know, I, as I mentioned gonna, before, I was a. Uh, oh, I lived here. I was you, a teacher in MTJ. You know, I used to teach, oh, right? Where's the... Oh. So I was at... I'm at my degrees. I did. I have a degree in early childhood education from Turo College, and I taught when you I lived here. Sure. I learned sure, to sure, talk. Sure, sure. Well, when you're a teacher, yeah. you're getting up in front of an well, audience every day, and that audience cannot it. leave. So I honed my skills. Um, and look, my audience came back. You, and they can't leave. 
so they couldn't leave, so I get to practice on these little MTJ boys who have now grown up into amazing young men. Okay. Right, by the way, could we just stop one second? Yeah, get sure. a dream come true here um, with, uh, because two of my favorite internet uh, stars here. Oh. I can't... Uh, Who's that? The two we're of you, but you have to... Um, I can't yeah, Jamie has to take the, the photo. <laughs> yeah, I'll just get... Uh, so, uh, the, okay, I I'm... I got a selfie with Elon. I gotta uh, I'm, I'm opening up the, the um, hot dog so everyone can see. Um, right, what's going on? Here we on? go, turn around. Okay, there apparently we go. on air expert. we're taking a I'm selfie. Not an, I'm not a selfie expert. Oh, no, do I? You gotta do it on the air. I there think we you go. need to be no. like 16. You're not in. There you are. Okay, no? that's too close. Maybe oh, just yeah. get Yoni the camera. Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's talk oh, about it. Talk to us about the rising food truck okay. industry. Okay. That's yours. So, I think the first time I noticed food trucks was I was in Manhattan, working in Manhattan. I also had a little bit of a career before right. all this. I was uh, working with media, I was on 55th and 6th. The first food oh, truck not too far from my husband's was, not, office, was yeah. Falafel. Yeah. It's still there. It's one of the best falafel you'll ever have. Really? I've yeah. never had it. you got to try it. I love food trucks. It's on, yeah, 50, um, yeah. No, no, it's on 45th. I had to okay. walk on 45th okay. and 6th. And you, you, they have right lines. in the heart of the diamond district. You, there were lines, 20, 30 people out. Let's non meet there one day. In okay. And, it, you know, a lot of non-Jewish people loved it. So that was kind of the first food truck. But then you had other food trucks kind of line up behind them. Um, you know, there was a Grill Express one also. I don't even know if it's still there. No, I don't think it's um, And you have a couple of pop-ups that, uh, that have been, you know, d downtown. You had that Shuka truck. Yeah, they didn't. That lasted yeah. about a year, but they won awards. They were yeah. awesome. They went back to Israel, but they had a lot of trouble. They, had, they got broken into and yeah, robbed yeah. and looked. You know, like a schnitzel, right, yeah, schnitzel uh, is, is, is around. Uh, that was. That's also. You have a couple of food trucks. You had like a slide walk uh, guy that was doing a private. I don't even know. if I think he sold it. You have some um, Jule, juice by Julia. I know that. Uh, that juice might... by Julia. Yeah, that's very popular. It's the opposite of a hot dog. You can go right. there and get a kale drink. That's that. You got to balance. Judd's, at Judd's, you have you yeah, know your hot dog, you but you can wash it, it down. You can wash it you down. Wash it down. I would love to have like a kosher food truck aisle. You know, you we were we were talking. Can we do that. Um, I do, but I'll, it's, I'm not want to eat on camera right He's now. We're talking. We're used to this. I know, I know. Okay. But um, you know, as we mentioned before, you know, when we were, you know, working and traveling, and you see all these food trucks and the smell, and, and just loved, it and you couldn't eat it. So finally, here we've come a long way. We've come. Uh, you know, years where you can kind of have, look at this. You guys see this? People lining up over here. Woo! I love This is awesome. This is Every week we're going to have this, all of, us are, all of us are shopping knockers because when we, when I started this like 15 years ago and all that, nothing you can ever dream about happening like this. Nah. So the fact that you can have this and we can have social media, you know, letting people know about it and look at all the burgers that are lined up over here. A lot here. of those food trucks wouldn't survive without Facebook right. and Twitter. No, no. Because you're right. You need to know exactly timing. You need to know where they're going to be, what time, where they're going next. So you need that immediate. So the fact that you have Twitter, you have Facebook and Instagram to let people know you wouldn't be able to, you know, that's Make why sure it's surviving. Make sure you follow Ilan, join Ilan's group, Great Kosher Restaurant Food. He's nearly 30,000. Almost 30,000. Like number five, uh, Almost, five yeah. or six person. Yeah, to yeah, in the very beginning. Only two years. It's crazy. It's insane. We have, and you can follow Jad's um, at Memphis Kitchen, Naomi Nachman, Nachman Siegel Network, of course. And, of course, our sponsors, Marzipan Bakery. Yeah. Very nice. A lot of fun Okay, is. so how many food trucks are there? I say about seven or eight. There's one in Florida, Schnitz and Fritz. Also, oh, really? they used to have the grill on wheels in yes. Orlando. I was yes. obsessed with them. Right. I went and there he, every he day. He turned into we a there. restaurant. It's now a restaurant. Right. And I said to him, why? What? He what goes, I he's Israeli, right? Yeah. Love him to pieces. He goes, I could not stand in the hot truck every day. So hot. In Orlando, so you can imagine. Hot. Right. And a truck in 110 yeah. degrees. Yeah. People don't realize. And then it rains. I'll tell you what my favorite was, was Kugelman's. It was what? a Frank place in a gas station. That to me was if there's what? food in a gas station. They have, they have gas That's stations also. That's actually so popular. Food in gas stations. Right. I was in Lakewood with Mir right. Pascal when I was preparing for the book. She's my photographer. And we would go to or visit all these different restaurants. And some of the really good restaurants were in gas stations. Yeah. In Israel also. In Israel. Some also, of the best restaurants in Israel. Falafel. You have in Muncie you have a 7-Eleven. That's kosher. Right. Yeah, there's there's another one on some random highway also. We're driving. In, Mon in Monroe. In Monroe. Right. On the way, yeah. like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's like a gas station that has, yeah. like, you know, gefilte fish. It's, 
Potato cooked chocolate, amazing, all sold at a gas station. This whole thing about food trucks and eating. Mark's feeding me. Thanks, mate. You know, and this is kind of what we all yearned for when we growing up couldn't eat. You know, all these in 7-Eleven, the hot dogs. You see the roller. Now you can see, now you can eat it. By the way, my bigger of, of all my entire life not eating kosher food, my biggest Yetzirah is always the Franks on the corner, the dirty water hot dogs. Every time okay, I can pass, I, can I want one. I tell one. you the craziest story. So when I was living here on the Lower East Side, I had friends from Australia come and visit me. Um, she had it was an older friends, like one of my mum's friends and her two young kids. And they said, Naomi, we love the hot dog stands everywhere that they're, right. they're kosher. And I'm like, oh, sweetie, I'm oh, sorry. I know, like Hebrew national. They're not kosher. But, like, you know, when you come from Australia and you right, see the you word see. kosher, you just think it's kosher. Right. So you have to yeah, always... Yeah, be careful. And, and I say this to everyone all the time. I get a lot of questions from my Insta stories. Everyone, please check out your own... Ech, your own... Hechshes. Did I say that your right? Local your local Orthodox rabbi. Check who you want. If you're Chalavis Roll, ask first. You know, Zach the Baker just switched right. to be not Chalavis right. So if you, whatever you want to do, the whichever way you want to serve Hashem, that's great. But you have to do your own legwork, right? right? You know. And yeah, so. and this is this is kosher for the most religious. Um, you know, everything is is under and, supervision. Under Rabbi Beck, right? And, Rabbi and Beck, he had the kosher delight in. Um, yes. On Avenue J, I believe. Yeah, yeah. He's done a couple of different. Uh, he's a what in Flo- in Okidia and Bar Park. Pizza time on Friday. Shop right. Shop right. So. You know? Yeah. So he's he's well known and. Uh, Excellent. Right. Um, yeah. So people should just follow along. Can we just go back to, in time? How was Pesach? Pesach is great. Wish we were there now. Cancun. <laughs> You're in Florida, you know, but we love New York. There's something about the grittiness of New York. Listen, I love coming New York. out here, and you know, think. Oh, by the way, it stopped raining, so you know the sun is is, is peer, peeking out. The lines are huge here on Wednesday morning lunchtime. But uh, yeah, I'm happy to be back. But it was a lot of work. I, you know, you gotta play hard, work hard. So yes, it was on that's the beach in the pool. Uh, but making sure all of our guests were happy and thank God everyone was, came home happy. And I'm so already thinking next year's programs already. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, don't, we don't ever stop. Singapore. 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 Yeah. I am so excited about that. You know, very cool. I, I happen to know a lot of Asian. I know. I just, I'm from Australia. Nothing's as far right, as Australia. Right, right, My mother goes, oh, you'll be so close. Why don't you come and visit? I said, <laughs> have them come visit. Yeah, I know. It's halfway. Oh. But I happen to know a lot of Vietnamese cooking um, and Thai cooking because it's actually near Australia and a lot of the food is in, in Australia right. is influenced by the region around you. So in New York, the, the, what's influenced around us is Memphis cooking. In Australia, it's it's because there's cool. no not much surrounding. Is um, is Thai and Asian cooking? So I'm very excited about that. But you know, we've right. had an amazing uh, show here today. Let's bring Jai back. I've got a bunch of questions for you. Okay. Okay. You ready? I'm going to shoot out a bunch of questions, and you're going to. Okay. What is your busiest location? Um, our busiest location is uh, a combination of the five towns. Whenever we do something over there, um, to uh, I would say. Um, the Diamond District, our Tuesday That's location. That's where Moishe's... Yeah. All, all the Jews are. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the craziest weather you've had? Like, when, like have, you, have you done it when the I snow mean, we is have up guys, to the We never really did it with the snow so far, but even as, as last night when it was, like, really heavy, we were on Main and Jewel in Queens. And Under a tent? I, no, we, we didn't have a tent, but I just told them, I, you know, I, I tell the guys, I'm like, if there's not a crazy line... Just wrap it up. Just get, don't don't have to. They don't have to brave the weather because most people are not going to come out anyways when the weather's like that. And uh, yeah. How do you pick a location? Um, we get requests every single day via email, Facebook, everything. Please come here. Please come to this college. Please come to this show. This whatever. We want to accommodate everybody, but we really, really carefully uh, uh, select what we want to do. On a survey, I think on the group. Once. We did. That was the, the yeah, first one of the first times. That was great. That was the first time that. we ever really tr- tried to put it out there, and we did it on All your right. site, and we and we did a poll, and that helped us out. That actually, I think, helped us get exposed to the five towns part. That was the first time we right. did that, and uh, we normally, you know, we want to take everybody into account every location. And we'll hope to get to everybody. That's what we, we can help them. Oh, I love that. Um, do you have like daily specials? Um, we don't have specials right now. We just we have a very concise menu of, of what we do. But as we get new things on the menu, like our fried chicken, like uh, sliced brisket sandwiches, like a few more things that are coming, our sausages that we're going to start making, um, we want to... Uh, We'll start having specials, especially when we're near schools and, uh, you know, maybe Yeshiva Flatbush or whatever it is. We could, uh, we would say, you know, the kids can get a free drink, uh, you know, if they're coming in, they show their badge or something like that. Like, we want to we make it 
as easy to get for people. At the same time, we want everybody to appreciate what we're doing here. Do we have two? What's your turnaround time on lunch? So if I'm on 47th Street, and assuming there's a normal line like you see here with four or five people, um, so we're working. And and would you take it? You take orders some other way. So right now we're working on. uh, I mean, there is a system uh, that we're like an an organized system of just sending an email to us for pre-orders that we're. Not fully officially putting out there yet, but for when we have huge things, like we did something in, uh, in Teaneck. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we went to uh, Teaneck. We did a, a boutique for B'nai Shurin. And they oh, were, I'm doing the, a cooking demo, a chop competition for them next week. And the, <laughs> line, the lines were two and a half hours long. We eventually started telling people, we took the order, come back later. Yeah. What, what I what I was thinking is um, are two trucks in the in the vision. We, yeah, the we, we're gonna have more, many well, more bigger trucks, truck. bigger truck, an actual food truck right. with a full kitchen. We're we're trying to accommodate right now with what we have. Everything is fresh. Every single thing we make is completely fresh and made on the cart. So we ask people to be patient for that. We don't make them stay. We want them to take give an order and and you know we'll come we'll get them or whatever it is. Any way to make it easier for them. But if you come on a day like this, you'll probably be waiting. Um, for a burger or something like that, that takes a little longer, 10 to 15 minutes or so for your field. Okay. We only have a few items. Just to exactly. I don't want everybody to get People too... People are always asking, why don't you pick a menu? That's not, that's not the point. Right. Exactly. And, and, and it's not a people, restaurant. You know, if there's problems with washing, bring your, bring your own water bottle. You sell water. We, 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 even though we sell the water, we're, we're, because it's a little bit mobile like this, we, we just literally just open up uh, bottles of water and let people use it. it. We want people to be able to wash, obviously. So That's so fair. You, know. you can make little Judd Bench yeah. benching books in the shape of the hamburger. <laughs> Uh, well, this is the first sure. one. Uh, <laughs> There's going to be many, one. many ones. I would wear it with like, a baseball like, cap. Have, like chairs coming out over here. Like, don't watch that show. It was a show on food trucks. They're, 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 we're gonna you know? we're gonna customize. You know, this is a, this cool. is a, this is a prototype. This is a first trick iteration. It, what's it called? Trick it out. Trick it out. Things coming out over here. This has been an absolutely fantastic show. I'm, I'm putting away my. Yeah, you had a question there, Mark. No, Mark's want, just checking. I wanted to make sure that. Oh yeah, and we have to talk about your live show. You've got live lunch coming up right um, when people are listening to the show. They should stick around because you've got um, a live lunch coming up from one to three on Friday afternoon. So, and then every Friday, is that a new? That's new? Officially, unofficially, we've been doing it since uh, December. And people can know they can listen to music right from the end of your show up to Lich Benching, sponsored by Kedem. And we'll generally curate it and make sure every song that might appear in that week's Parsha is going to be on the show at some level. (laughs) Really? Uh, yeah, the cutest thing ever. Like Parsha desserts. You've got Parsha music. Uh, correct, but just oh, yeah. Shemini Tazriya Matsara, not easy. I should uh, <laughs> I should I should um I should um play some music also. Like we should have like some now, like I'll some give Parsha you, music. I'll, that's a good idea. We'll, do a Parsha we'll music coordinate, on our way I'll out. send you a song. My people talk to your people. Just not this week. That's Sazria, you don't want to uh, uh, Right, isn't that n- no, what was no that music. one again about? Yeah. My my it's, daughter yeah, brings home the Parsha. Leprosy yeah, and, leprosy. Yeah, my daughter will bring not, home the, the Parsha sheets. I'll I'll hear about it later on tonight. Right. Okay, this has been a great show. I want to thank my amazing guest. Number one, my co host, Mark Zomick. Thank you for doing this with me. My pleasure. She is Jamie, you are so patient with me. I really especially my crazy season, you are the best, really. Jamie Jekyll is unbelievable. Just everyone, clap clap your hands while you're cooking for Shabbos. <laughs> she's, she's embarrassed. I'm sorry. Okay, Elan Kornblum, thank you for coming down on a crazy day, uh, middle of the afternoon. My but pleasure. it's My always, pleasure. I love hanging out with you. Thank and you. Remember Same before more. the foodie group? It was just like you, Big and Mel. We're sharing you with everyone. I really, I'm glad, that, a long way. I'm glad that your business is booming and we should all continue to have good oh, success man, oh, man. in our foodie businesses. And you, Judd. Thank you so much for coming down and agreeing to do this. Thank it really hashkacha patit. This food is that hamburger. Really is I love hamburgers. Whenever there's a choice of barbecue stuff, I first thing I start off with is my hamburger. That's the best hamburger of my life. And you know how serious I am about my meat. We're gonna have that. We're gonna do a little. Private. As soon as we're done, oh my god, we're going right into it. Are you gonna it. smoke the chicken first? Swilly does a smoked fried chicken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, we, we, we tend. To, I, I, uh, we don't we don't smoke this one, but uh, we we obviously could, but. It's just the worry about the taste and the crumb and the and the and the Crunch. breading and everything is 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 really something that you really can't get. So if you need like someone it. to like taste test, our mini line are yeah, available. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've never heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Okay, thank you everyone for listening. As you know, we have Mark coming up from. One, one to three. I was going to say eleven to one. One to three. Uh, Mark Zomik 
And we have music sponsored by our KEDAM sponsors right up until Lech Benching. I usually have this down to a science. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. And Marzipan. our show is sponsored by the amazing Marzipan Bakery. One taste is Woo. all it takes. Good Shabbos everyone. Shabbat Shalom.